Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome to another episode of the Sound Heart Radio. I am Josiah Rich, your host, and I want to welcome you and I thank God for this opportunity to meet with the saints. Uh, we have much to discuss uh, in tonight's show, and so let us begin with a word of prayer and then we shall begin our study. Father, in the name of Jesus, our Savior, I pray for guidance. I pray that the Holy Spirit, who is the author of the scriptures, Lord, would enlighten our hearts. We pray that there are no unconfessed sins in our lives so we can fully receive the things of the Spirit, dear Lord, that you have for us. We thank you in the name of Christ our Savior. Amen. Well, uh, tonight's show is entitled Those Who Persecute Believers Persecute Jesus. Now, in the New Testament, the word persecute means to pursue. Uh, and those who follow the Lord Jesus Christ faithfully are going to be pursued uh, to evil ends. And so I want to tonight, I, I would like to encourage God's people. And so I'm going to be reading uh from the book of Acts, I'm going to be reading from Acts chapter 9, in fact. And in Acts chapter 9, we have the conversion of Saul. We have that uh, very important historic event in church history recorded in the book of Acts. So I'm going to uh, begin there. So Acts chapter 9, verse 1, quote, And Saul, yet breathing out threats, threatenings literally, and slaughter against uh, the disciples of the Lord went unto the high priest and desired of him letters to Damascus, to the synagogues, that if he found any of this way, now this was one of the early names of the church, (coughs) excuse me, uh, this way, whether they were men or women, he might bring them bound unto Jerusalem. And as he journeyed, he came near Damascus, and suddenly there shined around about him a light from heaven. And he fell to the earth and heard a voice saying unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? And he said, Who art thou, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus whom thou persecutest. It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks or literally goads. And he, trembling and astonished, said, Lord, what wilt thou have me to do? And the Lord said unto him, Arise and go into the city, and it shall be told thee what thou must do. Unquote. Now, 
this is a very important event in church history, as you will know. Uh, Saul, uh, who will become Paul, the name Saul means small. And then uh, Saul will become the great Apostle Paul. <coughs> Excuse me, I have a bit of a cough. And I want you to note that he is the hitman for the Sanhedrin. He is the hitman for the high priest. He is the one who is sent out uh, to persecute, that is, uh, to harass and to destroy the lives of believers. The high priests and those of the Sanhedrin did not want uh, this cultus of Jesus to spread. And we read in the Gospels that uh, Pilate knew that Jesus was delivered unto him out of envy. Uh, Pilate understood that Jesus was a threat to the power of the Pharisees. What is very interesting in the Gospels is that we have the the Pharisees, who are the traditionalists and the conservatives, and the Sadducees, uh, which are the liberals. <coughs> and the, the Pharisees believe in, in the supernatural. The, uh, uh, the Sadducees do not believe in the supernatural. And the Herodians. So we have uh, the religious liberals and the religious conservatives join with uh, the Herodians political class in order to destroy Jesus. They only saw him as a threat to their established power over people. With Jesus, we have the presence of the kingdom of God among men. The Pharisees, the Sadducees, and the Herodians represent worldliness, worldly thinking. They uh, are fully invested in the cosmos or the cosmic system. And so the, uh, the cosmic system is a bitter enemy of the kingdom of God. The cosmic system is the creation of the devil. And so it is imperative that that we understand this, this, this conflict and what it means. Now, uh, believers or believing ones, or literally the constantly believing ones, are those who belong to Christ. The uh, Paul's letter to the church at Ephesus or his letter to the Ephesians uh, elucidates uh, the, the, the body of, uh, the message of the body of Christ or the church the called out ones. The Greek word is ekklesia. <coughs> Excuse me. So we have the Greek word ek, which means out from. Or, uh, and so ekklesia uh, speaks of assembly. And so we have the called out ones, the called out assembly. That is the church uh, of Jesus Christ. So Paul elucidates the church in his letter to the Ephesians and in Colossians, he addresses Christ, 
the head of the church. Christ is the kephale, the head. The church is the soma. It is the body of Christ. And so in, uh, in Pauline theology, we have uh, the understanding that there's a conjoint relationship that we have with Christ. Believers are baptized into the body of Christ, and believers are also baptized into Christ, the head of the church. It is an eternal relationship that cannot be broken. And it is very important for believers to understand that. Uh, Paul writes in his letter to the uh, the Philippians that our polituma is in heaven. That is, our citizenship is in heaven. We are, are citizens of heaven. Our citizenship is not here in the cosmic system. And so it is important for uh, that believers understand uh, who we are and whose we are. We belong to Christ Jesus, the Lord. I want to really drive this home uh, because of the nature of uh, the times in which we live. Uh, this culture is falling apart, as you well know. I want you to be careful of people who uh, teach about the bloodlines of Christ. Be careful of such people uh, because the scripture does not talk about such things. Uh, be careful of people uh, who say that there are books of the Bible that are missing from the received canon, uh, we have a completed canon from the Lord. Uh, and so you don't need to worry, and I don't need to worry about whether or not there are books that, were, that have been left out of the sacred canon. Uh, such language and teaching is abusive to the saints of God. So you don't need to listen to that. You don't need to listen to people who say that, well, we have discovered or there are some individuals who have one of the eggs of from Eve. You don't need to listen to that stuff. What we must listen to and what we must adhere to in our lives is the, uh, the teaching of Christ as found uh, in the Word of God, the received canon. Now, uh, there, and so that is a form of these people will, will persecute your heart. They tear at your heart. And please be careful uh, about listening to people that say that, well, the, the events that we are experiencing are fulfillment of the book of Revelation. Listen. Stop listening to that. The Bible lays out precisely uh, the unfolding of eschatological events in order, in their time. There is no such thing as an arbitrary uh, fulfilling of Scripture. And so uh, eschatology is a very, uh, very detailed subject. There is personal eschatology with regard to the individual. There is cosmic eschatology 
There is historic eschatology. But nonetheless, Paul writes uh, that the, the eschaton, the last times, began with the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So we are in the eschaton. But the fulfillment of uh, prophecies uh, with regard to the book of Revelation have not taken place. There is one guy uh, on, uh, I think on YouTube, who has a message uh, that involves, uh, well, that states, can one receive the mark of the beast without knowing it? Now, again, you need to be careful. Uh, the oh, the the same <coughs> excuse me the New Testament writers and the church fathers had a pre uh, uh, tribulation view of of of, of the scripture and uh, of time. That is that the church is going to be raptured out snatched out of the cosmic system before the tribulation began. Tribulation period is, uh, demonstrates the wrath of God. The tribulation period is not for the purification of the saints to make them worthy to enter heaven. Jesus suffered the wrath of God. Please read Isaiah 53. Please read Isaiah 54. Please read Psalm 22. When Jesus said, Tetelestai, it's finished. That word in the Greek meant that Jesus had suffered the wrath of God and that the slate had been wiped clean for us. Now, as believers, when we sin, according to 1 John 1, 9, we must confess to God our sin. And then he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. I'm going to be talking more on this topic. And let me say before I close, please pray for Australia. Please uh, pray for China, the saints in China. Pray for Canada. Pray for the United States. Please pray for saints around the world. Please pray for your brethren who listen to Sound Heart Radio. Good evening, and God bless you, and we'll see you again on our next show.